Hello, faithful listener. You have tuned in to the Bible Explained podcast, where the Bible gets explained. So stay tuned as we read through the book of Luke. Hello and good morning, faithful listeners. This is Jen here with the Bible Explained podcast. And I almost called it the P40 Ministries podcast. (laughs) And honestly, probably will for some time. But let's go ahead and just jump into scripture today. Let's talk about Luke chapter 9, verses 57 through 62. It's not a lot of verses to read, but definitely a lot of content. So I'll be reading out the WEB this morning. Make sure to grab your Bible and your cup of coffee or your cup of tea. And let's go ahead and start. As they went on their way, a certain man said to him, I want to follow you wherever you go, Lord. Jesus said to him, The foxes have holes and the birds of the sky have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lie his head. He said to another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, allow me first to go and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, Leave the dead to bury their own dead, but you go and announce God's kingdom. Another also said, I want to follow you, Lord, but first allow me to say goodbye to those who are at my house. But Jesus said to him, No one, having put his hand to the plow and looking back, is fit for God's kingdom. I think a lot of people struggle with with this portion of Luke because it's really confusing. Like, why wouldn't Jesus want these followers that say they're going to go follow him? Well, each individual person here has a different heart issue that Jesus is basically talking about. And don't forget, Jesus is basically on the path to Jerusalem to go die. In fact, it does say only a couple of verses before this. It says, um, oh, where is it? Verse 51, it came to pass when the days were near that he should be taken up. He intently set his face to go to Jerusalem. So that's just in verse 51, like a couple verses before what we just read. So yeah, Jesus is getting close to dying here. He knows he is, and he's on his way of of like traveling to Jerusalem. And we don't know how far away Jesus was from Jerusalem at this point, but Jesus was pretty far away. So this guy says, I want to follow you wherever you go, Lord. And Jesus says to this guy, well, you know, that that's all well and good. But guess what? I have no place to lay my head at night. And we might read that and think like, how is how are those two things related? Like, how is this guy wanting to follow Jesus and Jesus saying he doesn't have a place to lay his head related? Like, why would Jesus answer this guy by saying that? You know, Jesus was very, very popular at this time period. Extremely popular. He had a ton of followers. He had uh, just fame and glory, basically. So people probably all the time wanted to come follow Jesus. So Jesus is speaking to this man's heart when he says, the foxes have holes and the birds of the sky have nests, but the son of man has no place to lay his head. Why do you want to follow me? Do you want to follow me because of uh, the prosperity gospel? Because you think you're going to gain something? Do you want to follow me because of the popularity behind it? Do you want to follow me because you think you're going to get glory or you're going to be able to cast out demons like my disciples do? So clearly this man that Jesus speaks to is really only wanting to follow Jesus because of the fame and glory involved with uh, following Jesus. So what's really funny about this, the way Jesus answers this guy is this is not the right way to gain followers. (laughs) Like if you want somebody to follow you, if you want somebody to buy something, you market yourself. And that's what 
evangelists do. And if I'm being 100% honest, that's what I do. Because we want people to follow our podcasts and follow our, our you know, ministry and whatever. But Jesus is not like us. He's not trying to get people to come and follow him all the time. He's not looking for the amount of followers. He's looking for a genuine heart that wants to go out and actually preach God's word. He's looking for something different. So Jesus really answers this guy in a very absurd manner, which was not really going to gain him any followers. <laughs> he says, guess what? The Christian life is not all fame and, and prosperity and glory all the time. Like the, the Christian life is hard. And in fact, I think in this, in this very chapter, Jesus says, take up your cross and follow me. You know, the cross was the sign of death back in Jesus's day. It wasn't like a, a symbol like we know of it now, like a Christian symbol. It was a sign of death. So Jesus is saying, die and follow me. And death is not glamorous. We don't like death. But Jesus says that's what the Christian life is going to be like. It's not glamorous. And it really isn't. I mean, if you truly want to be a, a Christ follower, you're going to be you're going to be disliked for it. And there have been people that I have come across throughout my years that, uh, they don't like me because I'm a Christian, because I follow Jesus. They don't like that because Jesus is countercultural. Jesus does not do things the way we want them to be done. And Jesus calls us out for our sin as well. And many people don't like that. And I don't like that either sometimes, if I'm being honest. <laughs> sometimes Garrett will call me out when I'm doing something. My husband Garrett, he'll, he'll call me out when I'm doing something stupid. And... Uh, it makes me really, really mad. <laughs> we don't like to be called out when we're doing something stupid, right? We don't like to be called out. But Jesus calls people out. He calls them to a different way of living. And so people don't often like that. And uh, people don't like Christians because of that very, very thing sometimes. But yeah, basically what Jesus is saying here is that the Christian life is not going to be glamorous. And if somebody is telling you that the Christian life is glamorous, the, the huge thing right now is the prosperity gospel. If people are telling you that if you decide to become a Christian, you're going to get this and this and this and this and this from God, then they're not telling you the correct things. Yes, God does bless. And I believe very strongly that God blesses us here on earth. But I believe many of those blessings that God talks about are going to be in the afterlife and they may not necessarily ever come in this lifetime. So the prosperity gospel is false because we may not be prosperous in the here and now, but someday we will be prosperous. Someday we will live in heaven. Someday we will be with Jesus and we will be comforted for all of eternity. But obviously that is not right here on, on the earth. I mean, obviously misery is... Uh, is unfortunately kind of everywhere on the earth. But anyway, so yeah, Jesus spoke to this man's heart. He wanted to follow Jesus clearly for the, the fame and the fortune and whatever else. But Jesus was like, look, I'm so poor. I don't even have a, a, a bed to lay in. I, I'm that poor. That's what Jesus says. So then another guy, Jesus actually invites this man to come and follow him. He says to another, follow me. Imagine getting like a personal invite from Jesus to come and follow him. But this man doesn't want to do it. 
He says, Lord, allow me first to go and bury my father. So this man was hesitating and he was making the excuse that he wanted to go and bury his father first. This is implying that this man's father is not dead yet. In fact, it's, it's very clearly implying that this man's father is still alive. So when Jesus responds to this man the way he did, he wasn't being mean or cruel because this guy's father was dead and he had to go bury him. No, this, this guy was still alive. The dad was still alive. But this man wanted to go and live with his father and take care of his father until his father died. So he says, Lord, allow me first to go and bury my father. Like, let me wait until my father dies so that I can go bury him. So Jesus says to this man, leave the dead to bury their own dead, but you go and announce God's kingdom. So he's saying, don't hesitate to follow me. Don't hesitate. Go and do it. Go and announce God's kingdom. So this man, we don't know if he ended up following Jesus or not, but I think it's implied that he uh, he did not go and follow Jesus. Then the last man, it says, another man also said, I want to follow you, Lord, but first allow me to say goodbye to those who are at my house. So this seems super simplistic, right? This man wants to go and follow Jesus. But first, he wants to go say goodbye to all of her, his uh, friends and family members. So he wants to go home and say goodbye. So Jesus answers this man with another heart issue. He says, no one having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for God's kingdom. And we actually just talked about this first uh, last Friday during season three, the, the last episode of season three. My mom was on the podcast and she actually uh, mentioned this verse. But anyway, this man says, Jesus, you know, I'm going to follow you. I, I will come follow you. But first, I got to go home, say goodbye to my friends and family. And Jesus is once again speaking to this man's heart. He's saying, guess what? If you go home, you're not going to end up following me. Because even though it may only be a couple hours that I wait for you to go say goodbye, you're not going to come. You're not going to come and follow me at that point because your friends and your family members are going to convince you to stay. And I mean, that makes total sense. What what family wants their son to go away? I mean, nobody, if, if you love the people in your family, nobody wants them to just go and leave. So they would convince this man to stay if he went back and said to his family, hey, I'm going to go off with Jesus and I'm going to, you know, uh, be one of his disciples, they would be like, no, no, stay, stay with us. We want you to stay. And he would eventually end up staying. So Jesus, once again, speaks to this guy's heart. He says, no one having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for God's kingdom. So obviously, if this guy is saying, yes, Jesus, I'm going to come follow you. But then he goes home and looks back and decides, nah, I'm not going to follow Jesus. That means he's not fit for God's kingdom. And that's really what this verse means, is if you decide that you're going to follow Jesus, you have to be all in. You can't just decide halfway through that you're you're done with it, that you don't want to do it anymore just because things start getting tough or or whatever. And if you decide that, hey, I, I don't want to follow Jesus anymore, it's, Jesus specifically says you're not fit for God's kingdom. You got to be all in. Even when things are going rough, even when things are tough, you got to be all in. And I know that a lot of people, um, a lot of Christians have actually taken, <laughs> taken this verse out of context. And I've heard this many times. They've taken this verse out of context to mean like you can never change your mind about anything. 
but that's not true. Like you can change your mind about stuff. But when it comes to following Jesus, you cannot change your mind. You can't do it. And that's what Jesus is saying. You can't change your mind if you're going to follow Jesus. Just follow him. Do it. Be all in. Even if it's tough, just be all in. And then you will be fit for God's kingdom. That's what Jesus very clearly states here. Well, everybody, thanks for tuning in to Luke chapter 9. The, the last couple verses of Luke chapter 9. And on Tuesday, we're going to move into Luke chapter 10. But tune in tomorrow for an episode out of um, Numbers. I almost said Leviticus. <laughs> an episode out of Numbers because we're just uh, moving into the book of Numbers now. So tune in tomorrow for that. And also, um, just to let you guys know, the Alive Coloring Devotionals, the one that I wrote, the children's version is like $5 or $6 right now on Amazon. So if you wanted to get it, right now is the best time to get it because it's really, really cheap right now. So uh, Amazon is running a sale on my live coloring devotional book for children. So I'll drop a link to that in case you guys want to check that out and maybe grab a copy for one of your kids or something. But you know what, guys? I have a brand new tee in the shop as well, which is the logo of the Bible Explained podcast. I updated it, and that is up in the t-shirt shop. So if you want to support P40 Ministries and the Bible Explained podcast, please go over and consider purchasing a t-shirt. But anyway, guys, thanks for tuning into this episode. Happy listening and God bless. Oh,